0: the cops on me, on the mission to be champs as they let me free. Prepare for combat, my adversaries crumble. Face it, I got a reputation for damage. Busters get ready to crumble, they lock me in a cell. I be trapped in a living hell. Though not guilty, I'm still in jail. Brother, I serve my time like a soldier. Maintain composure, my shadow body.
1: What's happening, fam? It's time to start talking this boxing. Let's talk that talk. Um, I'm going to start with the Haney-Gamboa recap because there's a lot of things that went on. We're definitely going to get into Crawford and Brooke. Just wait a second. He basically washed Gamboa. And people are tripping because he didn't knock him out, right? And Teofimo had a better performance because... He beat Lomachenko. Uh, Tank had a better performance because he knocked out uh, Leo Santa Cruz. So it's like, as far as excitement goes, uh, Devin Haney didn't raise the bar of excitement with the way that he won. But he won nonetheless. And the interesting thing about it is that people seem to overlook If you knock somebody out, that's great. That that's a you know that's what the fa- the fans want to see. But and if you just beat somebody every round, you know for some people that's impressive. For other people, you should have got them out of there. But you know top top level fighters or guys who've been around or veterans uh, are not that easy to to put out. You know they're going to su- survival mode. And true be told, he outboxed him, okay? He outboxed Gamboa. Now, here's the thing. They say Styles makes fights, matchups, and everything else. Uh, what I see right now is they're building up a good fight with Teofimo Lopez and, and Tank, which I can see do some good pay-per-view numbers. And Tank will be the A-side. I don't, I don't care what people say. You know, Tank is basically the A-side because, you know, he, he's got more pay-per-view fights under his belt than he's been a pay-per-view headliner. That's what's going to make him the A-side. So, he might not, some people might not feel he's as famous as Teofimo, but whatever. But on the under part of that, what I see is, say, somebody like Haney versus Ryan Garcia. You know, to, as a build-up. Because both of those are uh, uh, a young, talented fighters. One is a champ, one is not. And, you know, everybody keeps throwing Ryan Garcia's name into the mix. But, you know, he has to have, you know, he has to have something back in that. Not just the the followers, not just the fame. You get what I'm saying? So he has to have something that, that, that brings him to the table. Because he's definitely a star, but, you know, you can only be a star without a belt for so long. You know, so that's the thing. Now, I'm going to fast forward now because I'm going to get back to some boxing news. Of course, what we'll waiting for is happening tomorrow. Brooke versus Crawford. Or Crawford versus Brooke, however you want to call it. This is more of an interesting fight than people uh, are giving it credit because people look at Cal Brook's two losses, you know, can you count the one to Triple G? Not really. You got to count it. You know, but he went up two-way classes to fight him because, quote-unquote, nobody will fight Triple G. He got beat up. Okay. They always say, good big, big man beats a good little man. That's what happened. Uh, he got beat by Spence right after that. And you can't really say anything about that fight. But truth be told, in that fight, Spence was winning. And then he got his eye socket broken and he got finished, you know. And, I mean, yeah, Brooke was winning. He, he got his eye socket broken. He got finished by Spence. You got to salute to Spence for coming to that man's turf and taking that belt. That's what it is. But it wasn't as though Cal Brooks stopped fighting after that fight. He's been, he's like 3-0 and since then with two knockouts. And you see a confident fighter who's in tremendous shape. And by the way, I got to give some of the fighters out here tremendous props. Like the tanks, like the Leo, Santa Cruz's. Um, I think Haney was over, you know. But Crawford, Brooke, because I, I think the same is going to be for Danny Garcia and Errol Spence. Because you're seeing guys respect their opponent enough that they got, they're got they bringing their A-game training-wise. They're coming in shape. And this is what the sport needs, Right. This is what the sport needs. Like, respect your opponent, respect the the threat of your opponent enough to out-train them and outwork them and be in better shape than them. Because you know it's going to go down. So, this is a a great salute to Crawford and to Brooke because they're in tremendous shape. They both made weight. You know, people feel like weight would have been an issue because Brooke sometimes is a little heavy. Bigger guy at that weight. That's what it is. But, don't assume this fight is just going to be all one-sided because Brooke is not a slouch. And Crawford is known for s- slow starts. And Brook is pretty much known as a fast starter. So what you're going to see is, in my opinion, Brooke get out fast and then Crawford make adjustments and then catch Brooke somewhere and then Brook make adjustments, and they start fighting back and forth. Now somebody's gonna take this fight over at some particular point, but I see, you know, Brook getting out fast and Crawford catching him. So say by the sixth round, three and three or four to two. You get what I'm saying, and you can see momentum coming from from the Crawford direction. Now, now if Crawford gets off fast, it's gonna be a long night. I don't, you know, Crawford normally doesn't do that, so. This is why I said, you know, and Brook normally he's out the gate on you. He's out the gate, so you have to, you know the the smart the smart bet says take Terrence Crawford in his fight to win by decision, okay? You know, in a tough fight, you know, um, seven five eight four type of fight that is very, very highly competitive. You know, where, where people are questioning, you know, what well, man can Brooke do it well? I mean, is Crawford still got it? No, he's fighting somebody who can fight. You know, they didn't call him Special K for nothing, right? Um, but here's the other thing about it. For any conspiracy theorist, you got to watch the judging on this card too. Because Crawford, in my opinion, he's got to dominate this fight and get Brooke out of there. Because they, they're having these talks about this could be Crawford's last fight with top rank. And you know sometimes this could be an iffy situation on the cards because he might he may or may not be out of there. You get what I'm saying? And we've seen top rank, give, you know, the top rank card have a bad, horrible decision you know, a la uh, Horn versus Pacquiao, right? So that's just up in the mix. So personally, I would say Brooke, you know, Brooke might not have to do enough to take it from the champ, but Crawford got to do enough to make sure it's no question. So in my opinion, um, I think Crawford is going to wind up Starting faster than people think. He might not win the early rounds, but he's gonna definitely be putting some pressure on on Brook. And I think that breakdown is gonna start in the in the in the you know seventh, eighth round part where uh Crawford pulls away and maybe finishes Brooke. But Brooke's got a lot of heart and he's been asking for this fight for years. So I don't just see him laying down. You know, this is something that's going to really go down. So I can't wait to see it, but I'm very concerned about, you know, the Crawford-Spence talk because it's looking like, well, I'm not going to say it looks like, the possibility of a future fight with Crawford and Spence probably hinges on the fact that he's no longer with top rank. And if he had, and, and, you know, um, Bob Aram knows this, and we've seen this play out before with another top-ranked fighter. So I just got to throw that in there. As far as fighting-wise, Crawford's the better fighter. But this is a tough fight. This, don't underrate this fight. Like, oh, he should just run through Brook. No, because Crawford takes a lot of tough fights. People, Crawford doesn't, doesn't have the lot, a lot a, a laundry list of star-studded names, but he has a laundry list of tough, tough fights. You know, so, but I'm, I'm going to give him this tough fight. You know, I'm rocking with him on this. But got to rock with him. Beating up dudes. That's what he does. Uh, also, as Taylor versus Gutierrez, a ladies fight. And i want to say UK. Ironically, this is interesting because, wait a minute, Maloney and Franco is fighting too. So let me back that up. It's going to be a part two. Franco feels like he's going to take over where he left off. To win the first fight, but see here's the thing. I think, yeah, I believe you won the first fight in the end. I always go with the fighter who lost the first fight because they know what to do in, 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 the, uh, in the second fight. The the fighter who wins the first fight is normally at a disadvantage in the second fight. You know, and, and that's the way it, it it has been for the most part. For the most part. You know, so. This is going to be a great, great, I'm taking Franco, not Franco, but I'm taking Maloney in this fight, you know, because he's going to have to adjust to adjustments. You get what I'm saying? And this is, this is actually a fight that builds up somebody fighting Chocolatito, which is very interesting also. So Franco's going to, you know, if he doubles down on this, expect him and Chocolatito going at it. That, that will be great. Uh but unfortunately I gotta rock with the with the person who lost the first fight, which is Maloney. Um but now I get into uh Taylor Gutierrez. Taylor's younger. Taylor has more rounds. So Taylor's 34, his Gutierrez is 38. I wanna say Taylor's got like over 120 rounds under her belt, and I wanna say Uh, Gutierrez has, like, a little, you know, close to 70, not quite 70 yet. So, you got a younger fighter with more experience versus an older fighter with less experience. So, the conventional wisdom would say, take the younger fighter with more experience. I'm just going to be an unconventional person right now and take the older fighter with less experience because... They're both undefeated, and Gutierrez is going to have to throw the kitchen sink to win. And at her age, it's do or die. And with less rounds, there's less punishment. So that's, to me, that's a more willingness to just say, you know what? I'm going all out. You know, whatever happens, happens. So I feel like um, Gutierrez has the momentum to win in this fight. You know, you know, but, but experience, you know, experience and youth is a great thing. But, you know, it's kind of like a Rocky Creed on the second fight thing. You know, so I'm going to just do that because and that also shakes up the opinion. They're both undefeated, though. So this is going to be a great fight. Uh, now, one of the, 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 the other things that I think needs to be talked about in boxing right now is something I saw with Keith Thurman uh taking shots at Errol Spence you know in the weeks prior to to his fight with Danny Garcia Fighters do this this is what fighters do same thing with um uh, Caleb Plant calling out Canelo and then uh David Benavidez calling out Plant this is a problem okay if you want to fight somebody I understand fighting them um because what you what people are basically doing you're trolling a fighter who's about to have a fight and hopes that once they win the fight your name is next up so you can have the next big fight with them you know you I get that you know other people who, who don't understand that that's basically what's going on the thing about that is, is this though. Don't it's it's weird when you troll a fighter that already tried to fight you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they Spence might eventually fight him, but Spence has moved on from Thurman because he already he tried to fight Thurman prior to him having a belt when he was a contender, you know. Thurman's like, ah, you know, you're not ready, blah, blah, blah. You're not on my level yet, yeah. You have to get a, get a belt or whatever. And all of that happened, and Thurman got his injuries. And personally, I think they're going to fight, but just not now. I think uh if if both win, if Spence wins and Crawford wins, I think the next fight is Spence and Crawford. And then the next fight, if, you know, if Spence wins, that fight would be Spence and Thurman. Because I think he really wants to beat Keith Thurman. But if Crawford wins you know, I'm not too sure if Crawford goes with um, Thurman. I'm, I'm, it, it'd probably be a rematch, you know, just in my opinion. Because, they, they, you know, they try to make it harder for Terrence Crawford, so you gotta prove it. You know, that type of thing. They'll say something like, um, you know, Spence, you know, he beat Garcia, but, you know, he's still kind of getting past the accident type thing. People use excuses. I don't think Spence would, but you know, I think it's a build up of that. So, I think that that way they'll have a um a, a rematch if, you know, Crawford wins. But same thing with um Cap Plant calling out Canelo and then Benavidez calling out Plant like, why don't both of y'all just Okay, well, Plant's calling out Canelo. He try to get that fight. I guess Benavidez is calling out Plant like, listen. <laughs> when that fight don't work, as because it won't. I didn't already put my name in the head that me and you gonna fight. And it's interesting because Benavidez didn't look in shape in his last fight. um, So he's got some work to do. So, and I can see him fighting somebody like Caleb Plant, and I can see Canelo fighting somebody like Caleb Plant because I don't think both of those fighters believe that Caleb Plant could knock them out. You know what I'm saying? I think they, they feel like they can take his his punch and, and figure out a way to defeat them. So it's going to be, this calling out game is interesting because prior to all of this, basically what's been happening is you've got a bunch of fighters calling out a bunch of fighters, but they're not fighting the fighter that they're calling out. So it looks ridiculous because what else you got to do? Is we still in the quote-unquote pandemic? They might lock it down again for all we know. So... You might want to get accustomed to these one-on-one fights anyways. That's why I said, you know, previously, me and Angelo said this previously, you might as well make the biggest pay-per-view fights you can make with the biggest fighters because you might not have a crowd in the, in the first place. So if you're going to call out somebody, be ready to fight and, and, and start being in shape right now. Maybe some of y'all just need to stop. Actually, since you want to post everything on social media, start posting that you're getting in shape. That, that'll really, really help him mentally Because Canelo stay in shape. Like I say, that Canelo stay in shape, whether he's moving up or moving down. He stays in shape. Charlo stay in shape. Uh, probably that's why that fight with them is not going to happen. <laughs> but everybody else is like up and down. But, you know, that's what this was about. I hope y'all enjoy y'all fight tomorrow. Enjoy y'all weekend. Have a great one. This is where the fighters fight and the fans commentate, and we do it just like that from the chief seats because we ain't buying no tickets, goddammit. Peace. Check it out on ESPN. We out.